Welcome to the Fracture Line, the official weekly news feed from the Chest Wall Injury Society, where we will listen to all the bottom line CWIS updates, shoutouts, fun facts, and weekly banner. I'm your host, Dr. Mark Crisco, and I'm joined always by Dr. Tom White, Dr. Adam Kay, and Sarah Ann Woodbeck. Well, uh, welcome back to Fracture Line, everybody. Today, we're honored to have a Dr. Crystal Zhang. Uh, I would ask Dr. Zhang, introduce herself, like always, tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, where you are, and what you're all about. Sure. Um, so I'm Crystal Zhang. I um, am currently a fifth-year general surgery resident at Ascension St. Vincent Hospital in Indianapolis, Indiana, USA. I was born actually in Beijing, China. I came to the U.S. when I was four years old. I grew up around the suburbs of Detroit and went to medical school and undergraduate at um, Wayne State University in Detroit. And then I did a preliminary surgery year at Loyola in Chicago. And then I came to Indianapolis and was fortunate to match at St. Vincent Hospital. I love fixing ribs, um, something I really enjoy. And I just love how patients do. I love that they have great outcomes. They come in with pain and then they walk out pain-free. So um, that's something that I'm really passionate about. That's unless Zach operates on them. They don't, they don't walk out pain-free. <laughs> Dr. Zeng, how do you like your ribs? Like, how do you like to eat your ribs? Like smoked, barbecued, grilled? Like what's your favorite way to prepare mm, them? I, so my parents actually live in Austin, Texas. So however they do it in Texas is the way that I like my ribs. <laughs> Everything's better in Texas, Basically. even the Cowboys. Yes. <laughs> oh, God. But um, I am a aspiring uh, cardiothoracic surgeon, so I've applied for CT surgery, and I'm hoping to match this year. In the interim, I will be actually going to uh, Tampa General Hospital next year for a one-year non-accredited uh, thoracic surgery fellowship. So. That's kind of where things are right now. Fantastic. I love that. Since you're from Detroit, have you been to the Christmas store? Yes, it's an awesome store. Okay. I appreciate that you validated Dr. Bauman's story because it felt questionable. So I, I'm glad that this actually is a thing. Thank you. The, the title is not the Christmas store. It's called Bronner's Christmas Spectacular. Yes, <laughs> absolutely. I like how defensive you are. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you for that. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> What I remember most is that you can literally find any ornament you could ever want in that store. Yeah, I order an ornament, a customized ornament from there every year. Part of our Christmas tradition. That's fantastic. Maybe we should have like Seawis ornaments or something that we could sell them at the next meeting. We totally could. There, we absolutely could. Well, and now that I know the name because you so specifically said it, yeah, yeah, I yeah. can definitely find it online. <laughs> yep. Yep. You know really it. Really glad you clarified that. So Crystal, who who is your you're you're at Ascension, you said, right? Um, who is your mentor? How did you come to see us? How do you how how did you come to be on this call today? <laughs> yeah, so um, my mentor and one of my thoracic surgery attendings is Dr. Nakul Valsankar. Um, he is uh, went to IU for uh, general surgery residency and then went to Emory for a CT surgery fellowship. And then he uh, came here and he is an amazing um, surgeon and also educator. So we've been very lucky to have him. And one of the things that he and his partners, Dr. Anthony Ashodi and Dr. Vijay Nathaki are two of his uh, more senior thoracic partners. 
is they started basically fixing all of our traumatic ribs. I'm not quite sure why the acute care surgery didn't take on the these patients and uh, fixing ribs at my institution, but it ended up being a very a thoracic heavy endeavor. And when Zimmer Biomet came out with their intrathoracic plating in 2021, that just basically exponentially grew our plating case volume and um, the patients that we've been referred. Um, so that's kind of how I got involved is on my thoracic rotation, worked with them, got to see these patients, saw them just like barely able to breathe on the vent, and then you fix their ribs and then either they're off the vent or they're basically pain-free when they leave or on very little medication and things. So um, just seeing that was remarkable. But when Dr. Valsankar came, he talked about how um, he knew that there was a chest wall injury society, CWIS, and um, how he wanted to become a collaborative center. He thought we had the academic um, research and the case volume and also the interest and engagement to do so. Um, so that's basically how I got involved with CWIS, you know, became a member, uh, went to one of the Zimmer plating courses in Las Vegas. That's where I actually met Dr. Bowman. And then from there, it just, you know, took off. I went to Amsterdam for the inaugural international CWIS meeting, which was fantastic. And uh, looking forward to seeing everyone at the summit. So um, yeah, it's been amazing. And we are, uh, as of this year, a new uh, collaborative center. So it's been very exciting and very, very rewarding and fun. So I just want to point out that she said she met me and then she basically like joined CUS and became a collaborative center. So I just want to make sure that everyone heard that. I feel like, I, I don't feel like that's what she said. Yeah, yeah, no, I no. don't either, but I'm glad I'm yeah. glad that you interpreted it that way, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For However all you, know, you heard it. We saw you and had reservations about joining it. <laughs> almost didn't that's how, join. That's how I heard it. I that's don't know good. about anybody else, any of our other <laughs> listeners, but I'm pretty sure that's how they're gonna hear it too. Your perception is your truth. That is that is what <laughs> most people say. So it's good for you. <laughs> well, I love the story. When do you find out if you match? Uh May. So I have uh, three interviews so far, and in May is when uh, the match results come out. And specifically, you're thinking more, th most, a lot of these tracks, forgive me if I'm wrong, have either thoracic heavy or, or cardiac heavy tracks. Are you thinking more thoracic or what are you thinking? So if I had to choose today, it'd definitely be thoracic. That's where most of my experience is. Um, but I do work with, I've worked with some of the uh, cardiac surgeons and I do really enjoy the heart too. So I just want to be at a program where I get great training in both because I think they work hand in hand. And to be good at one is to be good at the other. I like the heart too. It pumps blood to the healing ribs. <laughs> it delivers the ANSEF to the infected ribs. I love it. He's like, because I can find it. So I know where it is, and that's good. I put it in my hands and I clap on it like this, but still the patient doesn't do well when I'm doing that. I don't know why. Oh, You're not massaging it well enough. I guess not. It's I a user not. error. Yeah, that must be. It's definitely a technical error. Maybe this time she can give you two a course. It'll be, it, it'll be that whole flipped classroom style that they talk about now that's so, so cagey. Sounds like maybe we need to do more of that. <laughs> maybe we yeah. do. That's a hip. That's a hip thing. Yeah, her and Carl can come and teach us a course. Yes, that'll be fun. That'll be fantastic. 
That's very good. Well, Crystal, are you planning on attending uh, the CWIS Summit in April? Absolutely. Um, actually, our work, uh, we submitted actually five abstracts um, for the work that we've done. And so two of our med students, or actually five of us are going to present posters. So it's going to be really awesome. And Dr. Velsing. Oh, that's very exciting. Well. Yeah. And what is your poster about? So my poster is basically comparing outcomes between patients who had one to three ribs, four to seven or uh, or four to six or seven or more ribs fixated and just kind of the different outcomes and do people do better, um, things like that. So just, and it's all based on CPT codes. So that's kind of how we decide on that distribution. Yeah. Well, that sounds extremely interesting. I'm excited to see it. Me too. And welcome to CWIS. I think this is great. I know. She's just diving right in, you guys. Presenting in Amsterdam, presenting in Salt Lake. Like, talk yeah. about cutting your teeth quickly. We're going to get her on a volunteer committee pretty soon. Exactly. Before you know it, she's going to, you know, she's just going to take Crisco's job. I, <laughs> I can't be responsible for Zach anymore. No. In his membership. No. But what he brings to the membership. Correct. <laughs> Yeah, you may be the membership chair, but you could not be accountable. Zach's out there giving flyers, asking them to join Seawood. They're not even clinicians. Right. (laughs) Mark, you said said membership drive. I'm just out there, you know, getting people to join. (laughs) To be fair, Seawood seems very inclusive. Um, It doesn't seem like everyone has to be a clinician. Just people who are passionate about chest wall. True. You enjoy ribs. It's becoming a little problematic. All the people off the street that I'm getting to join all enjoy ribs. <laughs> they enjoy having them. They enjoy yes. eating them. It's it's a it's a breadth of experience, really. And they have their own collaborative. He offers them a collaborative center uh, certificate as well um, <laughs> right. on rib eating and preparation. I appreciate that. Dr. Jing, as you think about ways that we can, um, obviously, you know, you were excited to be part of CUS from the beginning, but as you think of ways that CUS can better support our trainees, mm-hmm. what suggestions do you have? I think it's a, it's a group that we, I feel like in institutions that are excited about rib fixation and kind of like in your situation where you have a mentor yeah. who's excited about it, you know, the, and the program just kind of clicks. Yeah. then I feel like the trainees naturally are excited about CWIS. For sure. And then in other locations, if they don't necessarily have a mentor mm-hmm. that's excited about it, we're not seeing the same opportunities to, to connect with sure. with the trainees. And I think it's just kind of a missed opportunity yeah. for us and for them. Yeah. Any any thoughts or suggestions about ways that we can we can better, you know, kind of target this group or connect with these people that are that are really in kind of a precarious spot. Absolutely. So I think a lot of it comes from um, outreach at the attending level. Um, There are still a lot of people who don't fix ribs. And so you have even acute care fellowships like at Indiana University downtown, like 20 minutes south of us, and they don't really repair ribs. And so even their critical care fellow has barely any exposure to these things. And so if they're, if the fellowships aren't having any exposure, then how do you expect you know them when they go out to practice to be involved and you know practicing this um, repairing ribs and you know fixing chest wall disease so um, so I think that's part of it is 
really getting buy-in from um, the attendings, which I know is hard. Um, surgeons don't like to change how they do things. And <laughs> you introduce something new and they're like, what is this, right? So I think that's a piece. I think something else that you could advertise to residents, general surgery residents, is um, the networking. So, you know, if Dr. White or Dr. Bauman or Dr. Crisco can make calls for, you know, fellowship application or things like that, you know, ask, hey, is there a geographic location you want to go to? Who in CWIS, you know, knows people in those areas? Then that can be a really meaningful aspect. Um, and just kind of that networking, I think. Um, that would be yeah, Dr. Crisco doesn't know a lot of people, but I definitely think Dr. Bauman or, or Dr. White could could help you. Yeah, I, I think that's a great idea, Crystal, but you may want to avoid having Mark yeah. make some calls for him. Yeah. They might actually say, uh, I, uh, uh, I'll have you know, Crystal. Yeah, I would I'll write have... and make a better phone call than that Bajoni right there. He's crazy. <laughs> He's going to show up in a backwards hat on a Zoom call with chewing on some chips and eating ribs, being like, yeah, I know Crystal. I know, Crystal, she's cool. He's saying that because this is the one time that he's shown up to a fracture line actually in a white coat in his office. Nine times out of ten, he's in, like, a T-shirt and a backwards baseball cap, and he's at his house, and he's telling us, oh, yeah, I didn't work today. That's, <laughs> that's, that is how most fracture line recordings start. But that's yeah, I'd say that, that notwithstanding. But. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, yeah, was, I think well. your point is is well taken. I think it's interesting yeah. to me how we're moving forward. I know I've heard from from some residents that board certification exams that they had some questions on a recent uh, the general surgery board certification mm -hmm. exams are now including questions about rib fixation. Mm -hmm. And so then I am kind of curious for these these centers that are not fixing mm -hmm. ribs or that are not seeing chest wall injury, yeah. you know, as really a, a prescient topic to be teaching about mm -hmm. what they think is going to happen for their trainees when they go to sit for board exams. You know, if they haven't been sure. teaching to that thing, yeah. you know, that, that feels like it's going to be a, a challenge or maybe that they're setting their, their trainees up for some challenges down the road. But I know <clears throat> Dr. Jen Brewer and um, Dr. Susan Cardico have been partnering with the SCORE uh, entity mm -hmm. to get, they have a whole module that they've been working mm -hmm. on. And I, yeah. I'm not sure if it's actually finished. I'm not, I don't know what the status is to be candid, but um, it's been going on for, for quite some time. Uh, the process, I believe, to yeah. get all of that um, into SCORE. So I think if, if it's officially there, it, to me, that means it's pretty much game that people need to know it. Absolutely. If it's in SCORE, those are the SCORE is written by the American Board of Surgery. Exactly. That right there just tells people that if you don't know, I mean, if you haven't been doing it in your institution and suddenly it's in SCORE, I think that would be a little intimidating to suddenly try to pick all that knowledge up and and try to assimilate that without the, the hands-on experience. So I, I do feel sorry for, for those those trainees. Hopefully we can we can kind of find find them and uh get them in the fold so all right uh well crystal truly a pleasure to meet you thanks for hanging out with us on fracture line today why don't we get some updates for sarah ann what's going on in the world to see with sarah ann fantastic as far as updates um we have case review next week 
on Wednesday at one o'clock mountain time. Great cases to be had. You'll be just coming off, you know, candy high and just preparing for the crazy of the new year. So it'll be read right there in the middle, which will be fantastic. So it is Wednesday, December 27th, mountain time at one o'clock. And um, all of that will be coming by email. So be sure to keep an eye on it. The next event after that is actually our social at East. So if you are attending the East annual meeting, um, plan on Thursday evening. I think it'll probably start around 6.30, maybe 7. I can't remember what what time we've um, booked out for the restaurant. So keep an eye on your email, but it's at Deep Blue Seafood Grill. You'll see signs, you'll see us, all of that. Um, but it's, it's right by the host hotel for the East meeting Thursday evening. Again, put it on your calendar and then you'll see... Um, see you as people, etc. So if you want to stay the whole evening, fantastic. If you want to just pop in because you've got other things. I know there are a couple other items going on that evening. I've heard from people who have said they can only stop by for a few minutes. That's okay. Um, pop in, say hello. We would love to see, see as many as we can. Um, that would be great. Then that next week, I think we are going to be having Journal Club, but we haven't finalized the date. So keep your eye out for that. I think that'll be terrific. We have a couple of surprises up the sleeve for that one. And big news, um, registration will actually, I'm sure before this podcast even gets published, registration is going live for the summit. For those who need to get it on this year's budget, or you can wait and do it after January 1st for those who want it on next year's budget. So you can uh, float those dollars either way. So super excited that the summit is officially upon us. So I'm very curious, how do we have surprises for Journal Club? This is very exciting. Look, because I look for surprises in all things. <laughs> I uh, don't think that I don't look for the clever, you know, surprise in whatever we can do. So I I'm am trying. Now. But as far as the summit goes, it is going to be pretty fantastic. If you are part of a collaborative center, make sure you land by 5 p.m. on Wednesday because there will be um, the Collaborative Center's dinner again Wednesday evening. So you don't want to land late. Um, and then the meeting actually starts Thursday morning. So plan on that. Is it okay if I parachute in, if I just have my my plane fly over and I just drop Absolutely. in? Absolutely. You know, Salt Lake has been known as the, you know, high, uh, high altitude, high adventure city. I'm just going to say that. There's a reason that so much rib fixation is done here. It's because we do a lot of stupid stuff. And you can tap into that when you arrive. Perfect. Absolutely. That sounds lovely. Yeah. We'll fix Zach's ribs. It's going to be amazing. Going to be amazing. So plan on being here. If you're on the fence, I promise there are multitude of reasons why you shouldn't be. And just... Hop on in. We'll make it worth your while. So, Sarah, you let me know who's on the fence because they're going to get a, a nasty phone call. Okay. Yeah. And if that didn't convince you that you'll be threatened, like if you were on the fence and you were thinking, oh, yeah, no, what I all I need to push me over the edge is a threatening phone call, then sure, that's... Me and Zach lived in an era where, where prank phone calls were absolutely a thing. And we'll start just beaming people with prank phone calls. This is why we don't put you in charge of marketing. You know that, right? <laughs>
sometimes a good threat goes a long way, Sarah. And I'm just saying. I love you, but you stick to surgery and, and we'll, uh, we'll just keep outsourcing the marketing away from your, your territory. Just trying to say. Yeah, no, super appreciate your enthusiasm though. Really. Let's channel the energy and I love it. Love it. Hey, Sarah. Um, what time is that collaborative center dinner? It'll probably start at six or six thirty. Yeah. In the past, it's usually, we usually do like beverages and chatting for the first half hour and then people officially, cause usually bomb is late. So we have to like, mm, you know, yeah. You got to get there about an hour early if you want to get good and hammered before. Yeah. The, uh, yeah. Before no, that's exact. That won't flip Dr. Erickson out <laughs> at all. He won't be disgruntled at all. <laughs> yeah then the research ideas that we try to generate after the you know after the dinner those will be nice and good if you start with the alcohol early so yeah let's uh let's tee that up for sure yeah i think there's a you know the rule of thumb is you got to get a little slur going on before oh you gosh. start the discussion <laughs> right and then afterwards when we're like i don't think we came up with very good ideas it, it won't be surprising yeah not surprising. All right, folks. Well, let's hear about some final stitches. Who's got something on their mind? Well, I got a couple things on my mind. Actually, three. It's bold. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Uh, first of all, I just want to say congratulations to Dr. Zhang, and thank you for being here. Um, you guys have uh, accomplished quite a bit in such a short time, and so we're very uh, thankful to have you on uh, the podcast this week. And um, just uh, great accomplishments, great job getting your program um, involved with CWIS and uh, interested in rib fixation. I think more than anything, uh, that's just an amazing accomplishment, and, uh, and it's great to hear. Uh, secondly, um, I just want to throw a little question out there to the, the listening audience, all five of those people that listen to our podcast. But uh, I was X years old when one of my favorite movies, Home Alone, uh, first aired in 1990. Think about that for a hot minute. Like, we still watch that movie all the time. 1990 was when that uh, movie came out. Can I add a second to that? Can, can we also think about how old Tom was when that movie came out? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. The yeah. involved with Tom, both yeah. of those questions. I think that was like Tom's like first or second job. Uh, but right. yeah, so. <laughs> was, he, that was the first time he was considering retiring. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. Um, and then the last thing I just want to say is I just want to give a shout out to uh, Kusak Mukherjee. Um, he is in the final stages of putting together Round two of the Seawis uh, East PMG, looking at uh, rib fixation in the elderly population. And uh, this is actually the rib fixation portion of it. And it's uh, got some very promising results. So I just want to say, uh, give him a big shout out and say props to everyone that's been uh, working on that, both from East and Seawis. I think it's going to be an awesome uh, PMG. So looking forward to the, its actual publication. Yes, I, I second that. Dr. Kasatakis will be presenting it at the East meeting, but Dr. Mukherjee is presenting it for us at, at the summit. So I think you're going to want to be at the summit is pretty much what I hear you saying. Cool. It's going to be amazing. Yeah, it's, it's going to be awesome. For sure. I'll go. I have a, another thanks and shout out to CWIS. Uh, and I had a great expert panel about a patient of mine. Actually, last night, Sarah Ann was gracious enough to put the thing together quick. And for those people who are listening that haven't utilized that for a tough case, um, even if it's post-op stuff or pre-op planning or anything or a mix of both, 
it's uh, priceless to have, you know, experts around the world be able to weigh in and give very quick advice in short time because it helps you and your patients immensely. So shout out for the expert panel option through CWIS. Thanks, Sarah. My pleasure. We are going to be doing a whole rollout to announce it and discuss it at the summit. And I am super excited to be really, you know, discussing it more fully with, with our membership. So hoping that, that lots more people get to participate. I think this is going to be really beneficial. Very cool. Dr. Zhang, you want to go or you want me to? Uh, sure, I can go. My shout out is to CWIS for, you know, being supportive of our endeavors, um, helping us become a collaborative center, take care of these complex patients and, you know, be their advocate. Um, I think they've been neglected up until uh, CWIS became um, official and really fought for these people. So I'm really grateful for that. Really grateful to my mentors, Dr. Valsankar, Dr. Shodi, Dr. Nathaki, and also Dr. Jacobson, who is our chief of trauma for supporting our uh, these patients and um, becoming a collaborative center and this initiative and all the outreach that they continue to do. And, you know, just a big plug in for hopefully everyone, see everyone at summit. I think it's going to be amazing. And I'm really excited to go to my first summit and then wishing everyone a safe and happy holidays, um, happy new year. And, um, you know, for anyone who is, you know, in the snow, be careful, but if you do break your ribs, we'll take care of you. I appreciate that. That is very good. And thank you. Well, I have two. I feel like I need to apologize to the universe because Dr. Bauman and I were a little prideful last week on the pod about our Dallas Cowboys and the universe answered. And I think that's all that needs to be said. I think we can just leave it at that. So we've been humbled and we'll take the loss and we'll just... We'll move on from there. So. Yep. Moving on. Exactly. Moving on. It's in the rear view. Sometimes you take your L's and you put them in the rear view and you just, just keep driving. Exactly. My second final stitch is that today is my 21st hydrocephalus birthday, friends. Yay. So, oh, that's awesome. On nice. that happy note, I wish you all good health because here I am. So. Pretty happy about that. So. Well, well good. Sarah. Thank you so much. I was reading a recent study that was talking about how dementia in hydrocephalus patients is like 70%. <laughs> there's a 70% rate of, of dementia. I'm like, well, I have a positive family history in my father, my paternal grandmother, and my paternal aunts. And now I have hydrocephalus. I feel like at 60, I'm just going to go join like a senior living community and be like, I'm here, you know, oh, like, just, let's worry. just call it what it is. Don't worry about that. Oh, yeah. Enjoy. Like, here exactly. we are, you. you know, let's, let's all hang out friends. I'm going to make friends early on. <laughs> so I think it's going to be great. Yeah. Oh, the stories of your dad, if you turn out like that, this is going to be a ton of fun. Me and Zach are going to have a ton of fun with you. We'll bring you all over the place. It has been an amazing Christmas season with Papa Soap. It is, it's fantastic. <laughs> I love that there's no filter and it gets louder. Sarah, Sarah. I'm like, dad, I see it. Don't, don't, I see it. Don't comment. <laughs> it's, it's fantastic. Well, I, I hope that doesn't happen to you, Sarah Ann, but if it does, you know what? Our, your friends are going to be there and exactly. we're, we're going to enjoy it. We're going to have oh fun. Oh my gosh, yes. We got you. We got you. There's we no reason you. not we got to. You. you know, no reason not to, but 
You guys, 21 years. That's a big, that's a big deal. I'm pretty that's proud. That's awesome. Congratulations. Congratulations. Thank you. So I'm happy. And it's another reason for me to force my family to buy me presents. So you better <laughs> believe I did. Like, so. <laughs> so of course I was messaging them all. I'm like, now I don't want you to roll my my Hydro birthday presents into Christmas. <laughs> so let me know when you're available to drop those off. You know, it's like people whose birthday is like the 26th, you know, yeah, you need distinctly different holidays. So it's working out. Anyway, but it's good to see you all. I hope you have a lovely holiday if we don't chat before then. Good to see you all as well. For sure. And I, I hope we do catch up right after the holiday. Hopefully, maybe we'll get an update from Andy, right? Yes, I think he's going to do year-end review after he gets off the boat. Cool. Sounds good. We'll catch you next time. Thanks, Crystal, for joining us. It was great to meet you. Thank Thanks, you. Crystal. Bye, guys. Have a wonderful holiday. Happy holidays. Bye, everyone. Bye.